Kenny the Sports Guy podcast. Hello and welcome back to Kenny the Sports Guy's podcast. I'm your host, Kenny Severa, and today's guest is a big one. Joining the show today is Cody Walker. Mr. Walker, along with, with, with Chris Lee, is the co-founder of FuelFest, a massive car show with all, with all makes and models, guest appearances, over-the-top sponsor exhibits, and more. FuelFest is hosted by Cody Walker and blends the enthusiast passion for the automotive world with live music, drifting, guest drivers, VIP access, and art showcases, giving fans the most premier car show in the world. Please welcome to the show, Cody Walker. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, you're so kind. Thank you very much for having me on here. So the first question I have is, how did Fuel Fest got started? Great question. Um, so I, I've I've always had a passion for cars. Uh, you know, growing up in the Walker household, <laughs> it was kind of a given. Um, and going back several years ago, um, I was, you know, I doing a different, going to different car shows, car events. Um, typically, I like going to events that um, also support good causes, like helping kids, um, you know, get back to school with their school supplies or doing massive toy drives for the holidays, uh, doing things for children's hospitals things like that. And um, I decided I wanted to make my own event uh, that can also benefit Reach Out Worldwide, which is a very special charity to me. It was mm -hmm. founded by my late brother, Paul Walker, um, over 13 years ago. And without him, uh, funding for the organization was basically not not doing that well. Um, he funded it 100%. So I wanted to create something fun, something that people would enjoy, something that, frankly, I would enjoy um, that also uh, can can give back as well. So that's when Fuel Fest was born. Fuel Fest is, is all about bringing together uh, people who enjoy cars, music, and motorsports, um, all makes, all models, all ages, it's family friendly, and uh, we're doing good um, by putting the shows on all at the same time. So it's it's very it's uh, I I enjoy doing this very much. It's a total blast. Nice. So, what are some of the challenges that you face running Fuel Fest? Well, you know it's. Uh, it's running, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a company, you know, I, I have, uh, it's a small company um, filled with passionate people. Everyone wears several different hats. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, you're, you're always having to, you got to plan these events far in advance. You got to find the location. You got to find the right market. You got to find the venue. You've got to get the get the sponsors and you got to get the word out, which is why I thank you again, Kenny, very much for having me on and helping me get the word out about the show. No um, problem. You know, just like any other, you know, entity out there, there's there's ups and downs. Um, you know, the economy, how the economy is doing obviously plays a big role on how the shows do, especially when it comes to sponsorship dollars. Um and you know we we started Fuel Fest um, pre-pandemic in uh, 
20, 2018. And so that was obviously a huge struggle as it was for all of us um, getting through the pandemic. Um, you know, that it was. <laughs> certainly, you know, Fuel Fest is a live event, right? Where we gather thousands of people mm-hmm. together to celebrate car culture. So you can imagine um, that was a huge blow to us and we weren't sure we were going to be around or make it to the other side. Um, but here we are. And uh, it's it's been a wild ride, but it's 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 I'm just so grateful for uh, all of the support and the the response has just been incredible. So we were able to continue putting these shows together. What are some of the successes you had with Fuelfest? Um, you know, I with Fuelfest, we're we're doing something that um, there there was a desire for that the people wanted. Um, we're bringing, we're, we're cre- we've created something that's not just a static car show. It's not just motorsports. Um, it's not just a, a concert. It's all of those things under one roof. And we're not, um, you know, we're, we're agnostic as far as brands and uh, uh, the types of cars at our show. Um, so it's, uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I forgot your question. Oh, no, no, it's fine. So what uh, So, what are some of the successes you had with uh, Fuel Fest? Oh, I mean, we, we've, we're so grateful for the amount of support we've had. Um, you know, we, as far as the grand, the grand scheme of things go, we have not been around for that long. Um, mm-hmm you know, about, uh, about five years coming up on five years. Um, but we've, we've been able to not only put shows together here in the U S but also internationally. Um, so it's a, it's, it's an incredible success story. Um, I have people reaching out from all over the world, Europe, South America, uh, Africa, um, Asia just got back from uh, fuel fest, Japan, Oh, uh, and it must uh, have been a blast. Just, oh, it's unbelievably cool. I mean, unbelievably cool, especially Japan is a place that I, I really want to go to one day. <laughs> that's got to be on your short list, man. It is uh, very incredible. There's I've, I've been very blessed and fortunate to be able to travel quite a bit. And um, Japan is truly unique. It's it is things are very orderly, very clean. Um, there's so much pride taken in one's work in Japan. So whether it's, you know, a product, a car, or even the food and the way that it comes out and it looks on your plate, like it's just, you don't, they don't skimp out, um, over there. Uh, there's no trash anywhere. It's, uh, and it's beautiful. You get outside the city and it's extremely green and lush and, They've got snow during the winter and they've got the cherry blossoms in the spring. And it's just, it's a phenomenal place. Very special place. What is the Fuel Fest schedule? So where are you guys are scheduled to go to other places? So the next show is at New Jersey Motorsports Park on mm-hmm. September the 9th. And uh, I'm super excited about that because we've never been in the uh, Northeast yet in the tri-state oh, nice. area. So you actually yeah, this... you actually in my neck of the woods. So I live in New York. So 
jersey just oh. a stone's throw away. I love it, man. We got to get you down to the show. We'll get you some oh, tickets. Oh, definitely, man. I would love I would love to go one day. I would love to go, actually. All right. Well, <laughs> September 9th, 1 to 8 o'clock uh, at New Jersey Motorsports Park. Um, you know, there's it's it's uh, it's car show drifting, uh, drift experiences. You can actually go for a ride with a pro in a drift car. Um, it, it's it's uh, it's it's a it's it's a very cool venue. We're very excited to 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 be there. This is going to be year one for us. So, um, yeah. So. All right. So enough about the field fest. So let's talk about cars. So my question to you is, what is your favorite car to drive? <laughs> I knew where <laughs> this was going. I get asked this question all the time. Um, I think everybody expects me to say uh, a GTR of some form. Um, I don't own a GTR. I've driven GTRs from the R32, R33, R34, up until the modern day iterations of the uh, R35. Um, all in incredibly awesome cars. Um, to answer your question though, I, I'm i kind of all over the map. Um, <laughs> what I currently have, I, I own, I, I have, uh, I have the uh, Raptor R, which is a truck, of course, the, the supercharged V8 in it. Um, and then I've got my Japanese uh, cars. I've got the Nissan Z. Um, and then I nice. have- Good car. Uh, That's a great car. It's a lot of fun. I really, really like it. Um, and, and part of what I like so much about it is that it's it's not completely modernized with a bunch of electrical- nannies and stuff like that um whereas cars these days are becoming so numb and then i have a honda s2000 an ap2 so it's a it's a 2007 nice that's my track car so what is your dream car to have or drive um my dream car um Gosh, there's <laughs> Sorry several to put you cars on the spot that there. I want. There are several cars that I want. Um, I'd like like a 91 in that era Acura uh, or Honda NSX um, to accompany my S2000. I would like one of those. Um, I would like a, I'd like a Porsche, um, <laughs> maybe like a, even like a 991.1, I would take that. Um, like a, a GT3 Porsche. Um, honestly, any one of the generations. Um, they're just so ridiculously expensive these days, especially for the RS. Um, I just, it's, I could never see myself spending that much money on a car, even if I had the money. And I love cars, but it's just like, Man, things get to a point. Um, yeah, you know, I love Japanese cars and and European cars, specifically Porsches. Um, I guess you could say a big reason for that is again Paul's influence. I'm I'm much younger than Paul; is fifteen years younger than him. Um, outside of his Japanese cars, he loved Porsche. 
Um, so I got to drive and ride in a lot of really neat Porsches over the years. So I, th I think for me, my dream car would have to be, there's only one that I really want to drive one day. That's called the Lamborghinis, the Gallardos. Ever since uh -huh. I was little, and I always wanted, I just love the, you know, the the style of it. I love sports cars. Um, I like to go really, really fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Gallardo is like one of the fastest cars on the planet. And if I had to choose, I would have to choose that type of car because I think that car is, you know, really beautiful and sexy to me. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, there's they are. No, and there's no doubt about that. It's just like, you know, one day I will afford it, though. <laughs> there you go. That's what's up. You will, indeed. So what was it like to be on the set of Fear, uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise? Oh, man, you know, a lot of different emotions um, to cover when it came to working on the film. Um, so of course I, I, I was, I worked on the seventh film with our other brother, Caleb, um, after we lost Paul, um, mm -hmm. decision was, was made to come in, help, uh, help, help finish it. Um, we worked on the film for a little over three months. Uh, I could not have done it without my brother at my side. We were of course, able yeah, to lean of course. on each other heavily. I mean, we had we had good days and bad days, fun days, sad days. Sometimes all in one, all in the same day. You know, we'd be yes. laughing one minute and crying the next. Uh, when the realization would just kick you in the balls again, and just like we're here because somebody isn't our brother is not here and that's why yeah. we're here and like even when you know we'd have these incredible moments and you know there might even be a smile or a laugh and then it was like a, a feeling of guilt would like overwhelm you like man I I can't smile I can't laugh like Paul's not here anymore you know which which of course is all Paul would want you know mm -hmm. he would want people to be smiling and remembering all the good times and we, we were able to do a lot of that. And uh, he, he will want you to be happy, you know? Yeah, no, that was Paul. And, you know, and it, it's, it wasn't like just some movie that Paul was working on. This is the Fast and the Furious. So the cast, you know, I had known since I was a little kid, since the original came out, I was, I was in middle school when the original movie came out. So they all knew me. Um, I would come to set over the years periodically with Paul or fly here or there with Paul and be on sets for um, the various different Fast and the Furious films and other films that he did. And so it it, uh, it was like a big family on set. Everyone was supporting each other, you know, and tears and joy and lots of hugs and lots of one-on-one -on -one conversations and people sharing their stories about Paul like hey Paul was the best you know like I was just uh you know I just worked in the sound department or I worked over here or I was a rigger or I was this and like your brother 
your brother would always find time to like just come and hang out with the crew like mm-hmm. he was he was like one of the one of us it was like you know it's not typical in hollywood um you know you got the actors are are on this side and then you got the crew over here and typically they may not even eat lunch together but paul's you know getting lunch with everybody else and sitting on the curb or whatever like it was just we already all knew that about paul as a family but to hear crew members share their special stories that they had with paul was just like it was a very it was really cool to hear people say how much they missed him and how much he was just the best because <laughs> he was a normal guy other yeah than, he see yeah he was a normal guy celebrity, you never would have known it. if you would have bumped and brushed against him or bumped into him on the street if you didn't recognize him you would never know he wore regular he was, clothes he did wasn't a good big designer guy he didn't drive he didn't really drive his fancy you know his cool cars um except for maybe you know a track day or something he drove a truck he drove like a late model toyota tundra or like a diesel ford like most of the time to just stay low key because what he had didn't like didn't it didn't matter to him the, the the material stuff he could care less and if you wanted to see his car, he'd probably say here and throw you the keys and take it for a spin. Like he didn't, <laughs> he didn't care. He's like, that's what insurance is for. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been a huge fan of the Fast and Furious franchise for this inception. And I feel like, you know, Paul Walker was the heart and soul of that movie. And he is tre- tremendously missed now. And I feel like, you know, he is one hell of an actor. And he was even more a better person. Yeah. So where can people find you and uh, Fuel Fest? Um, give me a follow on Instagram at Cody B. Walker. B is my middle initial. Um, Facebook uh, and FuelFest.com uh, is where our landing page for everything, upcoming events. Uh, what you'll experience, uh, so the whole calendar, um, where, where you, how you can buy tickets, as well as information on previous shows. So we've got New Jersey up next, September 9th, and then we round out the year. Um, we've got two shows after that. We've got Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Ah, oh, Vegas. <laughs> yeah, October 6th and 7th. Um, we are doing a pre pre-party the day before the show on the 6th and then we finished the year in, here in Scottsdale Arizona on December 9th at Westworld which for those that aren't aware of what Westworld is that is actually the same location where they do the Barrett jo- Barrett Jackson auto auctions okay um, here in Arizona so we're excited right, so- about that that's um, our year three in Arizona, but year one at this new location. We're pretty pumped about it. So if you're around the area and Fuel Fest is a town, just go in there and check it out. I'm sure it's going to be a huge blast. <laughs> Appreciate that. Well, that's all the questions I have today. I want to thank Cody Walker for the time. Thank you so much for being on the show. 
Thank you so much for having me, Kenny. I really appreciate it. Thanks for helping us get the word out. Um, obviously, that's, you know, with live events, this is hugely important, man. Um, so appreciate you, people like you that uh, want to talk to me about this um, so that everyone uh, knows we're coming. I appreciate the kind words, man. And I hope Fuel Fest for the next one goes really, really well. And I'm sure it will. <laughs> appreciate that. Thank you. You can, you can find this episode on KennethSportsGuy.com and my YouTube channel, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. In addition, and all over to my social media pages on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports, Instagram at Kenny Sports Guy one and TikTok at Kenny Sports Podcast. Until the next episode, see ya, and I hope you stay safe and healthy. Kenny the Sports Guy Podcast.